What Should I Think About is a podcast with me, Celine, and my dad, Stephen. We talk about burning issues in media, politics, and science. A fighter, two thieves, and a magic user creep cautiously along a dimly lit stone passage in search of treasure. The magic user motions the group to a halt. I sense an evil presence, he warns. Suddenly, out of a hidden door, three armed goblins burst into the corridor. Surface dwellers, they shout. Smash them! What is this? A bad dream? The plot for a horror movie? No, just a typical episode in the increasingly popular fantasy game Dungeons and Dragons. So, that's Lean was uh, an excerpt from the Awake magazine mm. from 1982. I was 15 at the time, and that was my view of Dungeons & Dragons. D&D. D&D. Um, so, yeah, during that time, sort of 70s and 80s and 90s, there was this general... I mean, it gets called the satanic panic, doesn't it? Where people were... At, sort of saw the devil under the bed all of the time doing things and uh, this was kind of part of it and obviously being brought up in a a religion kind of fundamentalist christian religion if you like um they were very much into that but they weren't the only ones there was a lot of fear um around this game parents were afraid that their children would become kind of sucked in Um, so yeah, so that was that was my. But recently, obviously, you play it. I hear you um, organising with your friends, and mm-hmm. uh, you have done for many years now. You're going to have a game. So um, so yeah, it's it's kind of changed in my mind. So, like, was it your mum that told you it was bad, or did you go to a meeting one day and they were like, D and D is banned, and all the boys looked sad. <laughs> well, no, it was. Um, I mean, this is a magazine that we used to read, so. Uh, it was from there we used to get um, at Kingdom Hall or the assemblies where they talk about you know dangerous games and dangerous <laughs> activities. One of many. <laughs> yeah, obviously, lots of things you couldn't do. Um, exactly, this is just one of those many, uh, that big list of, of things. Um, I've talked about it before, my upbringing as a Jehovah's Witness, but this was not just unique to Jehovah's Witnesses. This was a general satanic panic around the time. I mean, there was there were quite... A lot of groups and churches and so on that warned against this very dangerous game. This was about demons and it was about the devil. Um, it's actually quite difficult to put your finger on exactly what they didn't like about it. I think. Um, I think they think it's more to do with actual Satan than it is. I don't think Satan's in it. No, I think well, it's it's got demons in it, yeah. so that's one of the problems. There's there's the the talk about demons. Um, I'll read you another little passage from this magazine which explains some of the fear. In the early stages of play, such demonic overtones may seem like harmless fun, but at more advanced levels, the demonism gets more serious. Some of my high-level characters had advanced psychic powers, recalls an ex-player, and during one game, they were fighting directly against demons and devils. There was something weird going on. We were scared by it and never tried it again. You know, I think they think it's actually real, don't they? That's the problem. I think there's a well, there's an element there where they 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 
because uh, Ouija boards was the other thing that we were terrified of, you know. And even now, obviously, lots of people are scared of Ouija boards. I still don't really want to play with no. a Ouija board. But I think this was kind of equated, perhaps, along with those lines. Um, the other thing that this magazine warns about is is the role-playing element of it and becoming kind of obsessed with your character mm. and then being um, so depressed when your character gets killed off. Um, so I think that was another element. But I'm interested in in what it actually is because, obviously, because of that, I never... I didn't play it and um, had nothing to do with it. And then obviously as you started to get a bit older and some of your friends were playing Dungeons and Dragons, you started to, to join in. Um, needless to say, I wasn't worried. No, no. <laughs> but um, I would be interested in, in how the game works um, and you know what what is so great about it. Because I'm quite interested how a lot of young people... Um, makes me sound really old. But a lot of you young folk... Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, a lot of you guys play a game which is actually quite old-fashioned in many ways. You know, it's very different to the high-tech stuff that a lot of other young kids are, are doing. Yeah, I suppose it is like a particular group of people. I think if I think if you like FIFA, you probably don't play D and D. Okay. People that you know do that, I imagine, don't really want to play D and D. That would be my knowledge of it. So I suppose the other thing that I would say about D&D is there's a kind of stereotypical person that, according to um, television and, and film, kind of like playing D&D. Mm. And it's not all that flattering, is it? No, no. Well, it's normally just like a really lame boy yeah. that's like oily and sweaty and horrible and like <laughs> just grimy kind and a of, bit misogynistic as well. Kind of losers sitting in a room somewhere yeah. in a room full of dirty dishes and Mm, um monster yeah no so i got um we started playing we're all very different people um so you do you you deny that this is the the stereotype is not accurate no because also if you go into the D D memes there's like jokes about who's which kind of D D player there's like different kinds oh okay so there's like there's a joke about um murder hobos (laughs) which is um, where basically you just never try and deal with anything through social etiquette or like communicating with the characters, like um, the NPCs, like non-player characters that the DM will be. So the DM is the entire world. <laughs> just, you're just bombarding me with jargon there. So let, let's maybe we should just get into how the game works. Um, you're gonna have to ask questions specifically because there's an entire world and a universe. Right. Okay. All right, so let's let's talk me through it, and I'll, I'll ask you the questions that I I need answers to. And maybe okay. if you're a listener, you might be interested in this. If not, then I'm very sorry, but that's what the episode's about. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so okay. step one. So first of all, though, what I would like is, which I don't think you've ever given me, you always get into the detail of this thing and that thing, but I don't want that to start with. I want the overview. I want to understand. Because I've walked in, um, uh, when you're playing this game at the table, this was before COVID, obviously, and you had your friends round, and you were sat at the table, um, and you just, you had pens and paper, and one of the guys had a sort of thing that was stood up um, around him. Um, And I don't understand any of 
of anything. So what is going on? What? How is the game structured? That's what I want to know. So you need someone to DM for you to be a dungeon master. So that they're the orchestrator of the game. They write the story. Right, okay. Um, you can get books that give you like an overview or an arc to follow right. with particularly pre-built characters and such. But most people... Um, build their own worlds and quests and so on but even if you have one of those campaigns if you buy a campaign you still have to build a lot in between because players can go anywhere and do anything um so there's loads to still build around okay so so you've got a world that Mm. or a a story that somebody is telling yeah so they might have the story for example um we are playing one with um aiden called um, uh, Journey to Avernus, which is hell, basically. Um, which, <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> um, Devils. Yeah, we've not gone to hell yet. We don't okay. know. We're, our characters don't know we're going to hell. So he's written a story. He's written it already. So he got a book, like this book. You can't see it on the internet, but I have a player's handbook. He has a book called Journey to Avernus. Okay. And that has some pre-built settings like the world of Baldur's Gate which is a town city um, so it tells you about that so it's like there are these shops there are um, these particular built characters but he also builds his own characters okay. so for instance there is a particular um, place we've been staying like a bed and breakfast and it said that there's a halfling that owns it but he gave him a name, he gave him a character. So when you life. say he gave him, what does that mean from the, ga- the game player's point of view? So if I sat around the table with you guys, what what would be going... What, how is this world revealed to me? So Aiden will have something like this for every character, so a character sheet for every character. So you as a player have just one, just one for your own character. Okay, so there's a character sheet that looks like... Uh, it's a single page. Um, um, yeah, and if you've got magic, then you have a second page. Okay. But so it's a single page of A4. Yeah. And there's lots of little boxes mm-hmm. um, for various different things. So personality traits. Um, so who's that? Is that me? That's my personality yeah, trait. Yeah, so say, well, this is my character that I've built okay. and made. So, um, so I have said that my character is called Ember. She is the race um, half Genesee. Oh, no, so she's a genocide, which basically means she's half human, half elemental. Yeah, but what's that got to do with the story? I'm asking you about the story at the moment. So how does that... So that's your that character. Impact, yeah, yeah. But I'm inter- What You said that Aiden has got this book with a mm. story in it. Well, no, not really. It's not a story in it. Okay. It's got some basic plot points. Okay. And, and, and some some places in the world like there's a pub called this and there's places called that and so it's like it's a skeleton of a story yeah it's like a set if you like Mm -hmm. with a few plot points in it so i don't know what aiden has built and what was already in the book and i don't know what um has to happen like it's all a mystery to me so um the other day we were chasing after someone called um, a, a woman. Um, can't remember her name, but we we're chasing after her because we had to. What literally? You were running after a person. 
No. So how, where does this come from? Where does this story come from? <laughs> it's like, are you doing it on purpose? No. <laughs> I don't understand. Aiden says, or the DM says, you are, um, okay, you've just got through the gates. You've managed to get through the gates at Boulder's Gate. You are in the city now. Right. You know, you've fought your way through right the battle you've okay. gotten in the doors are shut behind you yeah you see a young woman um in the robes of the enemy running through a alleyway down past the pottery right. shop what do you do okay me what i say i run after her so do you just decide to do that, or do you have to throw a dice to no, decide? No, so I can run after her. Right. And so he's like, okay. Um, and then if I decide to do something a bit ridiculous, such as I I try and, like, you know, football-style tackle her. Yeah. Like, you know, take her out from okay. her knees. Then he'll be like, okay, roll me. a, And it will depend on what he's... So maybe acrobatics, maybe athletics. Roll so, me athletics. Yeah, so I have... Look, look. Plus four on athletics. That is what I have. Okay. So here's a here's a D twenty. This is a twenty sided dice. Okay. Roll me athletics. Two plus four. That's only six. That's really small. If you think about the scale of one to twenty, six is small, isn't it? Okay. So, so what? Sorry, where's four and two come in? So you've rolled a two, two but what's four got? Plus to do? four for athletics. So you've got a list of of numbers. Skills. These are skills, right, okay. So you, your character has athletics at plus four. Yes. And so whatever you roll, it then adds that to plus it. Plus four. So it's giving you a, an element of randomness plus a character a characteristic of this person. Yes. Right, okay. So I only rolled a two, yeah. but I have plus four. Yeah. But six still isn't still particularly low. good, okay. to be honest. It's below ten. That sounds like a... F- if I was DMing, I'd say... Um, you were DMing? Dungeon Mastering, oh, okay. if I was in charge. Right, okay. Um, then I would say, all right, you rolled a six. Um, you don't completely eat shit, but you trip a bit as you run, and then okay. you carry on. Um, so Aidan has to decide, the Dungeon Master decides what has that to decide means. what that means. What if you don't agree with him? He's God. Okay. Right, <laughs> it okay. doesn't matter what I think. So he decides that that's yeah. not very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can set a D, like a, you can set a DC, like um, in, in the Dungeon Master's head, they've probably got a passing score, let's say, in their head. They're thinking, okay. if she gets a 14, I'll say she does it. If you roll a natural 20, which mm. is a 20 on its own without your skills, yes. you're pretty much guaranteed to have done it. Right, okay. But so that's not likely, is it? So a one in twenty chance. Yeah, but you're rolling a lot over mm. the course of an evening, so it does okay. happen fairly right, frequently. Okay. Or you can get what we call a dirty twenty, where you're plus She's sixteen. Yeah, plus this. whatever. Yeah, so if I got a dirty twenty, I would still do it. If I got a natural twenty, he'd be like, "You slide her out, and you manage to do a backflip on your way up, right, and it okay. is spectacular, and everyone comes out and gives you an applause because, it, like you said, it's less common. Okay, so it's fun and you right. make a laugh. If it's a dirty twenty, you just achieve what you've set right, out okay. to do. Um, but yeah, with with a natural twenty, you get some flamboyance thrown in. Right. Okay. So I'm starting to get a picture now. Okay. So you've got this this dungeon master who has the bones of a story, mm-hmm. um, 
and kind of kicks off the scene. Yeah. Then you make some decisions based around your own agency. Yeah. And then an element of randomness is introduced through the dice in mm-hmm. terms of how how well you perform yeah. this action. Yeah. Um, and then he will adjudicate on whether you've achieved the thing you wanted to achieve. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, the other good thing is that, like I said, we don't know how... It, so I didn't know how important this woman would be that we were chasing after. Okay, right. We did catch her. We managed to get her on side because I have a high level of persuasion Okay. in my skills. So I talked to her. Um, also, I'm very intimidating. I have a plus seven because <laughs> okay. I am literally on fire. So. Right, okay. I'm going to ask you some questions about this in a minute, but yeah. I, I just don't want to stop your flow. No, Good. No. Okay. So then, so I, um, by being somewhat intimidating and persuasive because I'm very charismatic okay. as well, that's yeah. what, like one of the base skills got her to come with us and we're going to have a conversation basically there was a there's a misunderstanding as to what great evil is going on so some another town has been destroyed and these are all like the refugees and they thought it was our sort of town that's destroyed it but it seems like there's actually a cult that's done it oh yeah there is a cult in this so so we've managed to convince her of that so you know through a series of roles of communicating yeah so we, and and what will happen is you will role play a conversation with Aiden. So I'll be like, "Look, you've really got this wrong. We're not the bad guys here. Yes, we are helping the the fiery fist, which is like the police there um, that are a bit dodgy. <laughs> but we're 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 just in it to solve this okay. and be on our side. And then Aiden goes, "Okay, roll me." persuasion so you know you roll persuasion you get a 16 i know that that's going to be over a 20 so it's worked out fine okay fine we take her home we find out the information um after we finish this session playing once i once we finish the game for the evening and we were just chatting as friends again i was like what are we going to do aiden if we didn't catch it like what if we just kept turfing it and rolling like ones or Mm. something um because that sometimes can happen sometimes you just get a string of bad luck and you roll really badly mm. i was like what would you do because it took us a while to catch up with her uh, okay. um i only caught up with her in the end because i used a really ridiculous spell called thunder step which basically you like stamp your foot down you you create a massive thunder wave okay that destroys things and it teleports you so is that another characteristic of your character that you can do these thunder steps so i because i'm a sorcerer i can do magic so and i can pick spells okay so that's in the spells right so maybe this is a good chance for me to ask a few of those other questions now so you've got these sheets in front of you yeah one is your characteristics Mm. and one is your magic is that right yes i would um but i'll just say one thing i was going to say is basically the reason i said this is like that's the only reason we caught up to her in the end yeah. for a string of sort of poor or averaging roles. We could have yeah. chased, been chasing after her forever. Um, and he said, well, I really wanted you to talk to her because it was the way that I wanted to move the mm. story on and for you to get the information. But if you'd lost her, I would have found another way. Okay. So he would have probably had like some dude come out of one of the back alleys of the pub and be like, yeah. are you chasing her? Well, I know. Da, da, okay. da. So there's always a way of doing it. But yeah. Okay. So that's that. Yeah. Okay. So these two sheets then that you've got in front of you, one is your characteristics Mm -hmm. and one is for your magic abilities. Is that right? Yeah. Spellcasting. Okay. Not everybody has spells. Okay. 
but because I you're a sorceress, you've yeah. got that. Mm-hmm. Um, so these characteristics, how are they determined? Are they mm-hmm. so what? What makes you a, a plus four um, in performance or yeah. whatever? These are your core stats statistics. So you've got one, two, three, four, five, six core, yeah. which is strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Because you can be wise but dumb. You can be sort of worldly but sure. dumb. So that's why intelligence and wisdom are separate yep. entities. Um, all of my stats plus up to 90. So you can sort of do lowest of eight and, and then... So eight is your minimum. Yeah. And the rest, you've got to distribute yeah. the, the, all the numbers so mm-hmm. that it adds up to 90. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you can do it randomly where you can just roll a certain amount of dice. Um, I don't often do it the rolling way. I just, um, yeah. So you, you've valued charisma and constitution as more important than strength on your yeah. in your yeah uh, set up okay so because i'm a sorcerer i don't really fight in close combat very often so strength is less important okay dexterity is what rules for finesse weapons so that means archery that means so these these characteristics go well with sorcerer so let's get yeah. to that then sorcerer is described as a class here yeah. so are there different classes that you choose from yes so, so one is sorcerer what else is there let me let's so just opening book. your book here I have to say, one of the things that's really strange about this is the artwork reminds me so much of the JW books, like the Revelation book and the Bible story book. It's really weird. Maybe they have the same <laughs> contractor. Um, okay, so the classes are Barbarian, yeah. Bard, Cleric, Druid, Fighter, Monk, Paladin, Ranger, Rogue, Sorcerer, Warlock, Wizard. Okay, and they've all got their own sort of general characteristics. Yeah. So sorcerer has magic. Ninety-nine. Let's go. I'll open the book on page ninety-nine, which is sorcerer. I have played other things, but I do really enjoy sorcerer. Okay. Okay. So basically, the idea of a sorcerer is that you have raw magic, so you are inherently born with the power of magic within you, whereas warlocks get their power from a demon or a devil okay. in a pact um, or wizards learn at a school they go to wizarding school yes. okay like yeah. Harry Potter yeah but it's like they're all stuffy and um, annoying you know <laughs> like, so I think I might be a wizard <laughs> maybe yeah <laughs> maybe we'll make you a wizard character <laughs> um, just tune in soon when we create dad's character um, so yeah it's unexplained sort of powers um and then you build into your character when you're making it as to why you have powers so um in a sort of demi god sort of the greek sort of way there are genies in this world that often um go have their wild way with humans and then just like abandon the halfling children because okay like comparably they're nothing to them (laughs) so you just get dumped so i'm a genesee which is a half genie half human oh, okay so um that's why i have power because i'm the the fire genies are called afrit which because there's like specific genies for each elemental plane so there's fire water earth and okay. air. so i'm a fire one okay um and the fire 
genies basically are i think they're lawful evil um so they just like yeah create babies and just throw them out into the world okay Um, all right so um this is these are the characteristics that come ready-made with a sorcerer yeah so you kind of know that you have raw magic so then you've got to decide well why do i have raw magic so that for me that was because it's inherent in my race genocide genocide whatever you want to call it I'm having a look at your your sheets sheet, now. Yes. Okay, so um, so does that have something to do with the the level of skills then that you that yeah. you have? So again, you you've got these uh, characteristics like acrobatics, animal handling, mm-hmm. arcana, whatever that is, arcana, arcana, magic, magic. Okay, uh, athletics, and so on. And there's uh, a plus next to each one of those with another number. So plus two, plus two, plus four. So where do those numbers come from? So with um, so that's based on your core six. So the way that you distribute your yep. points at the beginning will then affect your specific skills. So each one kind of belongs. So do you see in the brackets it says oh, yeah. acrobatics in brackets decks. So, so that's that to do with is dexterity. dexterity. So because you've got 15 dexterity, dexterity um, I have a plus two on anything relating to a dex okay. sort of throw. Okay. Um, I've said that I'm dexterous because I um, knew that I would, when I was using a weapon, that I would be more likely to use bows. Um, because I have... This is the other thing that's fun, is that you can build stuff. So um, I've decided that... I went to the shop and I went and I bought canisters of oil and rags to tie around my arrows so that okay. I can set fire Ooh. to things. So when I've run out of magic, right, you can get I can all set fire to things. fighty. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So what else? We've got equipment here. Mm-hmm. So do you decide on your equipment or does that get given so to you? So you kind of have um, things that you will start with. So. Um, it was decided that where is it you have proficiency in things and then you can get these things so like Aiden will decide kind of what you start with equipment um you start with the following equipment in addition to the equipment granted in your background so a light crossbow and 20 bolts um a component pouch uh, an arcane focus dungeoneers pack or an explorer's pack and two daggers so okay. that's why I have two daggers and I have a light crossbow because a sorcerer starts with those things. Right, okay. okay. And then you can go out into the world and buy things, but obviously, depending on how you've written your character, you'll either start with no money or some money. Or Okay, but all right. I had some money because I stole it from my dad. <laughs> yes. Life imitating art or vice versa. I mean, I haven't ever stolen from you, so... <laughs> Right, okay. And then we've got features and traits. Mm-hmm. Um, so so this is entirely what I've decided. Yeah, that, that looks like that's just literally freehand. So mm-hmm. these are things that you wanted to have. Yeah. Okay. And is it up to the the dungeon master to decide whether you can have all of those things? Because surely have you, a could, conversation, you yeah. could be like Superman or Superman. Yeah, yeah, you? yeah. You can't just do anything. You right. have to have a conversation. Okay. So, um, I mean, what have I put? I... Tides of Chaos. Yeah. Uh, times one per long rest. Mm-hmm. Gives advantage forces wild roll, whatever that means. Yeah, so because. So you can choose feats, basically. So as you level up, 
you can choose feats so um things that you can do okay. based on your class but like special extras because you're stronger now and you've got personality traits so you're quick to anger and hot-headed and loyal mm-hmm. um you've got no I- ideals apparently no. <laughs> uh bonds close with f- what close? father father oh that's nice yeah uh, flaws hate small creatures. Yeah, that's not like you. No, but um, she got attacked by uh. some like zombie mice not that long ago, <laughs> and it's really put her off. Um, As it would. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, I nearly died. I went down to one hit point because loads of little okay. things will be a bigger problem than one big thing. Okay, so this is one of the things that that we were warned about is that you have this character that you spent all this time working mm. on, and then for some reason it can die. Yeah. So what happens if your character dies? Do you still have to sit there and not take no, part no. in the game? No, no. So a you can make a new character. So okay. I have ideas for other characters that I would bring in. Yeah. Um, if not, because I have a character for like, there's the sort of snake people. So okay. I would be one of the snake people and have an idea for that. Okay. But um, it's like Aiden knows that we kind of are attached to our characters. So he, he if if it dies because there's nothing he can do, then it dies. But yeah. like, he doesn't go out of his way to kill us. That's not really the main no. fun. It's not fun to just kill everyone constantly. He could murder us all the time if he wanted yes. to. Because he could just bring in, like, the Kraken constantly. <laughs> like, just every session. He could session. release the Kraken. Yeah, he could constantly oh, okay. release a Kraken on us. But he doesn't do that because it wouldn't be fun. You know, okay. um, sometimes you will die. Sometimes you'll retire a character. Yeah. And you might get bored of them. Yeah, they've yeah. achieved what they've come to achieve. Because okay. sometimes... Because kind of my character's point is that she was in the ethereal plane she lived on the fire planes um and most humans live on the material plane mm. which is the real world mm-hmm. quote unquote the world that we know yeah um and she kind of basically she was on it's all made of fire in the fire plane as you might guess yeah. so she was on the, the sea of fire in a boat and um it it fell into the material plane through some sort of hole in the universe or okay. something and now she's sort of stuck in the material plane and and also because she has wild magic she was afraid of hurting people with it because it can backfire and go wrong so um that's why she sort of ran away from home took some of her dad's money to start a life away and right. not to hurt anyone with, okay. the, with the fire pirates <laughs> doesn't matter if you hurt the fire pirates <laughs> and then she sort of like fell for a hole and then um, she met the person I play with's character and now they're on a campaign together and she doesn't know it yet but they're going to end up in hell oh okay so there's uh how many of you play this game so at the moment there's in this particular campaign there's me and someone else I play with um so he's got a character that's a monk um he's a half elf monk no no he's a full elf I always say he's a half elf he's a he's a full elf elf. he's an elf monk yeah and yeah I'm a genocide um genocide sorcerer and then aiden leads the game and dms and plays all the other roles that we interact with oh, okay um so anytime where we so is that it there's just the three of you at the moment at the moment yeah okay but there's so much happening that it's fine but mia is going to join soon okay. um i don't know what i think we're meeting her in hell um <laughs> which is quite exciting <laughs> okay cool yeah um so i don't know anything really about her but 
we're meeting okay. her in hell, I believe, unless she pops up sooner. So you've talked about a lot of fun, and you it sounds very imaginative. There's lots of stuff that's going on, and you're kind of unlike when you're watching a television program or um, yeah, a film or something. You're really part of the action, aren't you? Yeah. I guess it, it's like a precursor. It was a precursor to video games in many respects. Yeah, but it's still like I enjoy it more than video games because right. it's really like it's you kind of all drop into this world together and create it together it's not somebody else's creation it's our creation you don't have the time like i suppose with a video game you've really got to spend a long time to get into this world haven't Mm. you and understand the rules of physics of this world but for you you you've helped create it it. yeah okay there is a lot to get to grips with like don't get me wrong yeah it isn't easy at the start especially if you're a magic user because there's a lot of rules so like let's go um, okay, what page is it? I've got a magic item right. that I have found um, when we were on a particular quest. You know, you open a chest, there's the Merkel dagger. Merkel is one of the three heads of this demonic cult. Um, okay. So I have the Merkel dagger now. Right. The Merkel dagger, I can use it any time during the day as just a normal dagger, but once a day, I can use it to like drain life energy from right. somebody okay. that's why it's demonic um so once a day um i can use it it will drain 1d4 of my life energy to use it so i have to give up some of my yeah. energy so 1d4 is one of these a triangular pyramid dice okay so i roll this or die. Mm. <laughs> is it one is one dice or one die i can't remember um, so this is a four. So I have forty-two hit points normally. So I would lose four of those. So I would okay. have thirty-eight hit points. So you get your little pencil, you put a line through it, and you write thirty-eight to keep track. Okay. So I've lost that, but now I can cause three d ten necrotic damage plus a d four plus two to the other okay. person. So that is. A D ten, so that is one of these, yeah. Yeah, so one of these. This is also a percentage die, but we'll just use that. Oh no, here's a D ten, a proper D ten. So it's just you know so ten sided dice. Okay. So you roll that. That is five. Uh, that is nine in total now. Ooh! And this always happens constantly. <laughs> And that's an eight. So seventeen. So that is seventeen there. Now you need one d four. So that's two. Nineteen plus two. Twenty one. So twenty one points of damage. Because it's a magic item, it takes a lot of use. Um, so that's 21 points of damage from one stab. Thrust of the sword. Yes, of my or Merkle dagger. dagger. Merkle dagger. Yes. Um, this is a magic item that Aiden created himself, though a lot of them work under these sort of parameters. Okay. Um, so I've done 21 points of damage. Basically, um, I was really nearly dead. Like, I had 10 hit points, and that's at the end of a dungeon and it was getting dire um so i 
didn't even wait to talk to her. Normally I would try and talk to him and not fight. I'm normally let's don't fight first, but I just knew she was evil. I had bad vibes from her. So I just, she started trying to talk to me. So Aiden's like doing the old lady voice talking to us. And I was like, I stab her with the Merkle dagger <laughs> and you just do it. Okay. Yeah. Just, just went for it and knocked off half her hit points in one go. So that's what I'm saying is there's a lot to get to grips with at the yeah. beginning. So I've, you write it down mm. um but that's kind of like okay that um it sounds like a lot of hard work i think i might just watch tv yeah but it's fun <laughs> you need your so okay so how how do you win this game is there other winners are there people that are good at dungeons and dragons because they win a lot or is it just um is it it's just... not civilizations like okay it's a campaign so so at the end of it do you know, do you win or not? So there's a campaign. Our campaign at the moment is going to be to put a stop to this like death cult. Okay. They are literally a death cult. Yeah. So that is the point. We're trying to put a stop to the death cult. Okay. Um, and find out what happened to the city. Uh, together. So all yeah. together, you you put an end to this. That. So if you if you're successful, you will have achieved your mission, mm-hmm. and everybody says yay. We've achieved our mission, no more but nobody's cult. won. Well, I mean, you've won in that there's no more death call. Okay. But then you move on with your life. <laughs> and then you find another thing to go stop. Okay. And or do. So you start again. You start a new story. All right. So um, you said you wanted to, or it might be a good idea to design a character for yeah. me. That might be something to do. So let's let's have a go at that um, as a sort of end for this mm-hmm. uh, episode. Okay. So... Okay, brand new sheets. Yeah. Clean and new and lovely. So, shall... Do you have an idea of... You said about a wizard. Do you want yeah. to be a wizard? Uh, well, what are the options? Give me uh, give me a bit of a rundown. Uh, we should say the book that you're using is called uh, D&D Player's Handbook. So, I mean, first, maybe we pick your what sort of race you are first okay. so there's like the basic races i was extra and i picked one that is like an additional okay. new character um but the basic ones are dwarf elf halfling human dragonborn um which is basically like a sort of halfy it's some you're kind of like an anthropomorphized dragon okay gnome half elf half orc or tiefling and a tiefling is Normally, a human that has been born as like a sort of demonic-looking creature, you get treated really badly. Um, Why would anybody want to be that? Oh, because it's just sometimes I, I'm thinking of being a T. Really, forty-two. Yeah, because it help because it helps you build character, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, got, I had enough of that when I was a kid. I don't need to pretend to be ugly. No, no. So you can look like this. You have like a tail, and you've got like uh, horns. No, I don't want to be that. Okay. I don't want to be that. I think I will next time. I'll be a wizard. You'd be a wizard. I'll be a wizard, yeah. Okay, that's not your race, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, okay, I'll be a... Dwarf, elf, halfling, human? So do these, like... I only know dwarves and elves mm-hmm. from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So are these the same sorts of characters? Kind of very similar. So dwarf is 18. So you have, like, traits based on your race. Yeah. So, um, dwarf. <laughs> Short and stout. <laughs> Bold and hardy, dwarves are known as skilled warriors, miners and workers of stone and metal. Though they stand well under five feet tall, dwarves are broad and compact and they weigh as much as a human standing nearly two feet taller. 
their courage and enduring, uh, you know, their courageous. Mm. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, what about elves? What are they like? Are they like the, yeah, the beautiful elves, creatures? They are pretty. They're also very um, snobby. Uh, okay. It continues throughout all. <laughs> um, <laughs> they look down on everybody else. Yes, they do indeed. Mm. Dwarf names. Elf. Here we are. Um, slender and graceful, so they're quite tall. Yeah. Um, hauntingly beautiful to humans and members of many other races. They are slightly shorter oh, than humans on average. Interesting. Five foot or just up to six foot. Um, can live well over 700 years. Um, I think I'll be an elf. You'll be an elf? It yeah. makes sense for a wizard to be an Okay, honest. I'll be an elf. I'll be a wizard elf. Okay, a wizard elf, so. Elf. Wizard. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then you've got like sub races, but um, we'll just say. Let's that. keep it simple. Oh, elf. What name do you want? Um, well, I'll give you the base names so okay. we don't spend yeah. ages on this. Adran, Aliar, Amali, Aranis, Oust. I mean, do you want to look at them and then you can okay. pick one? So me reading the one. Yeah. So it's male names here. I mean, you can be a lady if you want, but... Uh, no, I'll stick to... Uh, I'll be Roland. Roland? Mm. Okay. Roland the wizard. Elf. Elf wizard. Elf wizard. Roland. Roland. So then we also pick your background. So backgrounds. Every story has a beginning. Your character's background reveals where you came from, how you became an adventurer. So it's like how it starts you off to, to do the whole building. Okay. Because not everyone is an actual writer they need a good jumping off point so yeah. um you can be uh, so it gives you proficiencies it gives you potential languages equipment other things it just starts you off so there's an acolyte um which is when you're like you're all into Following your gods else. Yeah. yeah um so you're quite insightful and religious nah um, don't want that one no. you got the atheists not really. Um, <laughs> you can be a charlatan, which is quite funny. Um, so you're deceptful, and you have good sleight of hand, and you have a disguise kit and a forgery kit. Oh god, I'll be, I'll be. I like being deceitful. Because um, there's cr- charlatan. Yeah, charlatan. Yeah. Because there's criminal entertainer. I'll just go through. Okay. A few um, guild artisan, hermit. <laughs> um, you're good at medicine and religion as in knowledge you have a herbalism kit um charlatan's still quite funny though noble yeah you can be a noble so you'll be like a highborn oh god i'll be that yeah you want to be a highborn i'll be a highborn okay a highborn snobbish elf yes so you'll have um proficiency in history and persuasion because obviously people want to do what the high elf says yeah um and you can have a gaming set so I suppose you have a lot of time on your hands. So you can be good at, like, cards or, okay. or a game of dice. Um, right. You have another language. So you'll be able to speak common and elvish, and you'll also have... You can pick another uh, okay, one. Okay, good. Um, which I've always is wanted to be bilingual. We're going to be thriving. Trilingual. <laughs> um, an equipment. You have a set of fine clothes, a signet ring, a scroll of pedigree, Ooh. and a purse containing 25 gold pieces. Okay. So we'll pop your, your gold in, 25. Um, so languages, you'll have common, which is what we're speaking. 
elvish. It suggests your characteristics. Nobles are born and raised to be very a very different lifestyle to most of her experiences. Basically, you're up up yourself. Um, yeah. The common folk make every effort to accommodate you and avoid your displeasure and other people of your high birth rate treat you as the same. Mm. Um, so, basically, it can be kind of convenient if you're on a secret mission or something because yeah. you can get people places. Yes. So, I wouldn't, as a genocide, be able to get places because I have, like, bright red um, like skin in there and it looks a bit like a tiefling. And that's Ooh. like people don't like tieflings, so okay. sometimes that gets doors closed, but you'll get doors opened because so even the class um, distinction yeah. is is very much alive and well. Yeah, yeah. In, in Dungeons I'm, I am thinking um, after we've sorted out the death cult, I'm going to go to the plains where I'm from because all of the half genocides get treated really badly because they're like, oh, who cares about they don't you? Fit yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. So I'm saying I'm going to go there to the fiery plains and get all of the half genocised to overthrow the Ifrit and right. it's going to be um, a destruction of D&D um, capitalism. It's just um, we're half, so they don't like us. Right, yeah. so this is racism. Yeah, so I'm going to go put an okay. end to that. Sounds good. Sounds fun. Um, background, so yes, we're giving you a noble background. Um, it's quite fun actually because a lot of people don't I've not played with a noble yet. Right. Um, so alignment. I mean, we'll just do that about the book. So you have to choose lawful, chaotic, or like, what's the opposite of lawful? Unlawful. Unlawful. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> lawful, unlawful, or chaotic first, okay, and then lawful. good, evil, or neutral. I'll be good and lawful. You'll be a, a lawful good character. Yeah. Well, you're actually a nice noble then. I am. You're not going to, like, eat in front of your peasants and such and, and tell them to get out. <laughs> no. No, no, no. So at the moment, you have, like, no experience points. You are no experience. I have zero, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and your player name is obviously Stephen. That's your actual name. So that goes there. And Roland's up there. Okay. What we won't do, I don't think we'll go into all of the no. points because that's boring. This sounds quite hard work. It's you know that's my that's the downside of this game. There's a lot of work, isn't there? It's supposed to be fun. And it is fun. You're <laughs> not approaching it correctly. Try harder. Um, so as a as a half elf, you mo- uh, no as a full elf. Sorry, you move faster, so you have a faster speed. It's forty. Okay. Um, so it basically means if if everything's measured in cubes, right? If if there's like. Basically, it means you can in a turn you can move forty feet okay. worth of right okay. whereas I can do thirty, so okay. you can get faster. Yep. You're just you're just fast. Um, so, um, what we'll do is personality traits, ideals, bonds, and flaws, because that's about building a character. Yeah. So, what is, um. What is Ronan all about? I mean, you're about. Everyone has to have a reason as to why they're going on an adventure. Why right. have you left your noble castle? How old are you? That's another one. Okay. These can live a long time, can't they? So, when you become 100, it's okay. when you're an adult. Okay. In elf world. Right, okay. So, because you can live to 700. So, so let's make, make him middle aged. Make middle-aged. me middle aged. Okay. So, I'm about 350. About 350, okay. 
And why have I left my comfortable living? Because I was bored. You were bored. My midlife crisis. Oh, you were on a midlife crisis? Yes. So you're going questing. Do you have kids, do you think? Yeah, many, many children. Many children. 350, I mean. Well, you might not never have be children. that prolific. Yeah, I've got many children. Okay. They're all grown up and doing their own thing. They're all grown. Apart have they from, all had their names? Apart from one who you can't get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> many children bored um yeah so that's why you go questing um are they all of the same wife or do you have a wife um yeah broken up yeah. like what's happened yeah i have a wife I have a wife and she's fed up with me being around the house okay so you've been told to go on an adventure so she's well no I, i've i've decided but she's very supportive in that oh, okay. <laughs> okay okay a very supportive wife well, in terms of getting rid of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's give her a name. Who's this lady? 18. Because I think you might be able to call upon her, you see, for really important okay. things. Maybe maybe she... We need to flesh out her a bit. Maybe she's, like, some sort of, like... She's the high... She's a wizard um, teacher as well. Uh, okay. And she's actually really good. And you might need her help from time right, to time. Okay. You can send her a scroll or something. Oh, okay. Let's say... Lashana. Lashana. Yeah, Lashana. Roland's wife, Lashana. Um, I mean, it's up to you if she's good. She might be rubbish as a wizard or not. Well, why? why? I mean, let's make it easy for yourself. Mm. She's great. Great she's wizard. Like, she's. Uh, she knows all the spells. All the spells. <laughs> I mean, I'll decide what spells she knows, <laughs> but you can talk about her character. She's great. Really good. Yeah. Great and powerful, Lashana. Yeah. Lovely. Um. You don't have to decide what all of your many children, your prolific no, children do. But I don't if care. you have a particular one that you like, right, then okay. but these things can also come up. These things can also come up later. So I have a different campaign where I'm a tabaxi, which is like a cat human, um and I just off the cuff said something about because I did something against the law and I was bluffing my way out and I said oh it'll be one of my sisters from the litter because I make jokes that they're cat people so born in okay. litters like oh it's one of my sisters like from our litter we look exactly the same obviously um, she does it she has like a fleck of white on her ear though that's the only thing that's different and all of a sudden this woman came in because I also said like she's a warlock so obviously you know she can charm people to do things that's why she got my friends to do it <laughs> And all of a sudden, she came to my house and set a demon on me because I smited her, <laughs> smutted her good name. Right. Um, so things can, if you say things, they happen. <laughs> okay, so the, that's the dungeon master deciding I'll incorporate this into the story. Yeah. So I'm in mine. I'm called Opal, and I said, "Oh yeah, we've all got like gem-related names because okay. our mum just names us in a category per litter to keep track it's of us." Ruby, was it? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that. Yeah, Ruby. No, Ruby's the one that I like. Oh. Emerald is Emerald. the one that is okay. no good. No bueno. She set a demon on me. Um, okay. Yeah. So things like that can happen over time, but you just need some bases. So okay. you've left home on a quest because you're bored and your wife's quite supportive of that. Your kids are probably like, good, good, we can like do what I want now dad's not around yeah I think I, I believe once you know once they reach 100 they can decide to do what they, they like yeah maybe you've got one What maybe what I'll say is you've got one that's like 98 so in a few or maybe they're 99 and their birthday's coming up you're going to have to do the naming ceremony thing you'll have to come home for that at some okay. point to All give right. you a bit of a timer okay. so a bit of pressure and stress 
So you've got to come back for a naming okay. ceremony because they have a big fancy naming ceremony at 100 where they have to pick um, their own name right. into adulthood. Okay. So that, that's something that you're like, oh, I'll have to come back for that. <laughs> Sounds good. Go on. Um, feet and trees. I've got all day. <laughs> okay, so you need flaws. What are you... What are your flaws? If anything, I'm too nice. You're too nice, right? <laughs> no. Um, you have to play this, remember? No, I think my flaw is I'm impatient. Okay. Impatient? Yes. Okay. So, if you're... Um, we said you're a wizard, so wizards can create their own spells, which is quite fun. You, yeah, okay. Uh, you agree it with the DM, obviously. Okay. But if you're impatient, we can definitely make it hilarious when we... Uh, are rolling in such to see how well your spells work if you spent time actually creating your spell properly <laughs> um, or if you were impatient and said it's done the spell is done and it blows up in your face Okay, things like that so right. it might have an effect on your homebrew spells right so because if basically the idea is that spells are created by wizards um, or like new spells and such um, sorcerers just sort of do things I have to roll on the wild table every now and then because sometimes they backfire. You have to what? Roll on the wild table. You have to roll on the wild table? What, physically? Wild magic. So you roll a... Oh, you roll your dice? Yeah. And if you get a one... Roll yourself? No. Then you get, like... I nearly turned into a sheep the other day. But not an evil one? No, just a sheep. Mm. Well, my alignment is chaotic neutral, so a chaotic neutral sheep. Um, (laughs) But for you, impatient. Okay, right. Um, Come on, I can't with it. <laughs> I'm impatient. Yes. Bonds. So, who are you connected with? What? What? What are your bonds in life? What people or people, things, things whatever. Um. Um. I like my chickens. You have chickens, right? Yeah. Is that hard to say goodbye to them as you go on your quest? Yeah, that was difficult. Maybe you can talk about Especially them. Especially Dolores. Um, see, if you ever encounter an evil person, they might come after your chickens. Ah, okay. Yeah. So there's there's a weakness there. Yes, they can you exploit. have a weakness. <laughs> yes. Um, ideals. What are your ideals? What do you hold as an ideal? Um, to make a difference. You want to make a difference. That's why I'm on this quest. I want to make a difference. Maybe your wife makes a difference all the time and you're like, it's my turn. <laughs> Again, life imitating art. Ah, no, um, what do we call her? Lashana. Lashana, yeah. It's like she's a big shot in the wizard school. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get out and strike my own. Been with Lashana for many, many of our years. I'm 350 now. I'm going to go out and do my own great deeds. Okay. Personality traits, so just some general traits. Like, for instance, with mine, I said, quick to anger. Okay. So. I think I'm quite sarcastic. Sarky. Mm. Yeah. I said I'm impatient. Isn't that one of them? Well, that was a flaw. Oh. Sarcasm doesn't have to be a flaw, does it? I know. Uh, Especially in England, it's quite funny. <laughs> what? Sorry, what is this word on personality traits? Yeah, so sarcastic. So um, what about the big five personality traits? like high in... Um, I think I'm introverted. Okay. And I'm... You can be anything you want. You don't just have to be... Uh... High on uh, neuroticism. Hang on, why are we doing this? You can be... The point is to create an entirely... Yeah. Well, they, these are the big five personality traits. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm just applying my psychology onto it. Is that what Ronan's like? Yeah. Well, he's got to be one of them, you know. Mm. So he's neurotic. There's been a lot of uh, work done on these characteristics. So you're sarcastic, neurotic and introverted. Yeah. You want to make a difference. All the nice things. Yeah. You want to make a difference, which I suggest is in somewhat contention with the above, but, you know. Yeah. So you do you think you want to make a difference now that you know that you're sarcastic, introverted and neurotic? I do, yeah. Okay. So that's a conflict within. Yeah, so you have to play that out in your yeah. role play. Um, he likes his chickens, so he's sad to let them go when mm. he went on his journey. Um, impatient, which has an effect on your spells that you create sometimes. Yeah. Um, many children, bored, wife fed up. <laughs> oh no, wife. Fed up, very supportive. Lashana, great and powerful. Lashana's fed up with me being around the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. getting under so her feet. She's yeah. very supportive of me going away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was my character. Mm-hmm. Great, sounds sounds like a great guy, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. How <laughs> oh, you play him now? Okay, so um, so that's there's obviously more to do, but we 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 don't want to no. do it all on on here. So um, so okay. So I've got I've now got my own character and if I wanted to I could I could start playing again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, okay. So Good. I'd like to say to you Okay, you've left, you're walking through the woods, you've um you've got blisters because you've not done much walking in years, to be honest. Um, you know, the noble lifestyle. You've yeah. just, you know, had your slippers on for the approximately two hundred years. Yeah. Um so he's stomping along and you hear some rustling in one of the little bushes and some sort of giggling. What do you do? Oh, right, okay. Um, I demand that they come out of the bushes. Come out, I say. Come out of those bushes. <laughs> and then you never knew what happened. Dun, dun. Okay. So that's the end. Yeah. All right, okay. So that's the way it works. But yeah. So right. let me just start you off like that. And that's okay. potentially how I would introduce you to, I don't know, maybe you're going to have a campaign where one of your um, fellow players is a pixie. And, okay. and they're laughing at the noble with his, ble- his blisters. Right. Okay, well, that's um, very interesting. I, I This is a really strange podcast episode, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's quite I different to the, the rest of them. Uh, okay, so thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed listening to... Uh, our episode about Dungeons and Dragons um, I, I definitely don't think it's something to worry about so no. how should I feel about Dungeons and Dragons um, definitely not afraid of it no. I'm not sure that it's something that I really want to pursue uh, it sounds a bit slow um, but maybe it's one but of those things you have to have it, a go yeah, yeah so maybe I should do that someday yeah. okay so don't forget to text somebody that you know text a friend uh tell them to listen to the podcast bye bye what should i think about is an evil sheep production